Powered by Libsyn, the largest podcast host and distribution network since 2004. Libsyn.com. A creator and visionary of ways to demolish any excuses. Empowering the Blind with Vashon Jones. We're going to talk with him here in a minute, but before that, I've got a few housekeeping things related to Blab, upcoming future plans for the podcast, what's going on with the Your Own Pay Podcast Club. I'm also going to welcome some people with some great news and give you an opportunity to have your voice heard on the Your Own Pay Podcast Club. A blind dad, brother, and some call him the best marketer in Oregon. He's your digital marketing partner. Always excited to share the latest in branding with you. It's the Your Own Pay Podcast with Michael Babcock. Before we get, uh, there we go, I talked over Tim, but this is the 20th time I've recorded this. I've not been satisfied with it, so I'm just going to go with it. Drop it out there. If you guys don't like it, well, you don't have to listen to me, okay? <laughs> so uh, we're going to hear from Bashan Jones, a, a guy who is helping the blind demolish all, all excuses. And he's got a very interesting viewpoint on that 70 to 75% unemployment rate statistic that we hear. So definitely tune in, listen to that, and get excited. And, and if you're ready to, to make things happen, you need to get connected with him or myself. Also, I'm going to be interviewing other blind individuals and blind people who are changing the world on Blab. So if you want, feel free to connect with us over at blab.im forward slash payone so you can get connected with us over there. Thirdly, welcome to iTunes. Appreciate you guys listening to us. We got into iTunes in about 25, 26 hours, so it was pretty awesome. Uh, substantially shorter than the two weeks that I was expecting. So if you enjoy this, definitely leave some some positive feedback, leave a review, and subscribe so you can hear some of the new things. Thirdly and finally, before we get to this interview, uh, well, two more things. Thirdly is you can join the Your Own Pay Podcast Club to learn firsthand who we're going to be interviewing and you'll be one of the first to hear by email. It's not open right now, but you can get on the Your Own Pay Podcast Club waiting list simply by sending a text message that contains the word PAYON, P-A-Y-O-W-N, to the number 44222. So get on that. We're going to be open it for about 48 hours, and you're going to love what you, the content that you get there, uh, especially if you already enjoy the podcast that we have. If you're an iTunes, go back and listen to some of the other podcasts we've got so you can know if it's something worth your time but i'll let you know we're opening the door uh we're opening the doors here very shortly so you want to at least be on the waiting club the podcast waiting podcast club waiting list can't talk today but as i said i'm not recording this again uh thirdly if uh, fourthly fifthly whatever i'm not taking notes i'm pacing i'm a pacer uh if you want to have your voice heard on the podcast lipson does not sponsor us but i just love the audio they have so if you got something creative you think you could do for the your own pay podcast club as as intros outros and separators definitely get it to me but until then head on over to yourownpay.com and i hope you're having an amazing one are you ready to start your podcast host it with lipson l-i-b-s-y-n.com Thank you very much for tuning in on this blab. If you're listening to this on the Your Own Pay podcast, then remember you can join us live on Blab and Periscope. Right now I'm not streaming to Periscope. However, in the near future, I'm definitely going to be streaming our blabs to engage with the Periscope viewers as well. 
Follow me on Twitter, Blab and Periscope, at Payon, P-A-Y-O-W-N. This is Michael Babcock, and I'm joined today with Vashon Jones of Fedora Outlier LLC uh, and an amazing gentleman who actually, I find this to be quite interesting, interviewed me last March for their Delivering Access podcast. And uh, I, I like to share that podcast because it was an amazing opportunity for me to share my story and, and some of my, my fun events I had, especially jumping off the train <laughs> thresholds when I was a kid. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank Vashon for that interview and, and for joining me. Now, Vashon, we're going to try to keep this uh, fairly quick because I know that we're both quite busy. I uh, yes, wanted to ask you, I've got about six questions here, but that's not to say that your answers to these questions won't change those. But I uh, wanted to ask you, number one, what do you, who are you? Like, you're, you're, you're an amazing individual who runs a company. Who are you, though? <laughs> uh, that's a very, very deep question. I am... In a nutshell, a person that absolutely believes that together we can change the world. And I grew up in Portsmouth, Virginia. I'm the oldest of seven children. I often like to say I was born 39 years ago in a hospital in Portsmouth, Virginia to be next to my mother. And, um, you know, ever since then, it's been an amazing journey as a blind person later in life and as a person who's actually lost his sight a few times uh, in life due to playing sports, having detached retinas, glaucoma, cataracts, high pressure in the eye, premature birth. So I was destined, um, I like to say, to be blind, but it is an amazing time if you are blind. Uh, technology proliferation has brought us to the point that we're able to now stream pretty much for free live video. And I'm just super excited uh, to be here, to be able to take this opportunity to tell the world that together we can change it. So that's that's me in a nutshell, Mike. That's, that's awesome. You know, you I, I might have heard it in some of your other content and some of the the other videos that you've done uh, that you're the oldest of seven but I'm the oldest of seven we, we lost one of my younger brothers when uh, he was only a couple months old due to SIDS but it's, it's interesting to hear that you're the oldest of seven and I am as well maybe that's why we connect we, we understand the whole big family <laughs> <laughs> and plus you're, you're a great marketer so that was the other reason why we connected as well right right I mean I, I appreciate the kind words that's for sure so um, you know that's that's awesome. Thanks for letting us know that. And and I wasn't aware of the fact that you lost blindness. So so being blind when you went, uh, com you're completely blind. Is that correct? I am now. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And so this isn't your first time experiencing blindness, though. Because when did you lose full vision? Uh, well, I was born premature, so I had nystagma where my eyes would shake. And the, in 39 years ago, the doctors were just practitioners, and I was like their little experiment. Mm -hmm. And due to a myriad of operations, I lost my sight, and I regained it. And probably when I was about 12 or 13 years old, I was outside playing baseball with my best friend, and my little sisters were playing outfield, and we were teaching them how to be tomboys early on. <laughs> and... Um, not paying attention, I walked behind the guy who had the bet. He swung at the ball that my sister threw, and I got hit smack dead in the eye on Thanksgiving morning and uh, lost my, my eyesight again. And uh, so, I, yeah, I was totally blind at, at that point. Uh, went and had surgery and regained my eyesight, uh, and then eventually lost it 
31. And it was kind of a gradual loss. And um, so, yeah, a few times in life, you know, I've been blind, but I've seen, of course, the majority of my life. So I know what the, the world looks like. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's how it happened. Awesome. Well, I don't, I don't want to say awesome because of, of your, your <laughs> stories, but <laughs> right. awesome because you understand what it's like from, from actually you have a unique viewpoint. You understand what it's like both from the sighted viewpoint and the blind viewpoint. And, and you've experienced that several times. So uh, Absolutely. That's, that's inspirational. Now, Vashang, you run a company called Fedora Outlier LLC, a company I've started doing some marketing for myself, which is a, an amazing opportunity. I want to thank you guys for that. But uh, yep. my, my question for you about Fedora is, can you give us a quick history of why you started it and how Fedora became Fedora? Yep. Uh, so, and the why is, is very important to me. We actually started it to show the world that blind people can do and be and go uh, wherever they want it to go and do whatever they want it to do and be whoever they want it to be. And it all started from a cruise ship in uh, Mexico where I wanted to put together a group of blind people and to explore uh, the world in a reasonable and economical uh, way. And I put together the family and friends empowerment cruise one. Um, we're up to number five. And on that ship, I was thinking about starting a company teaching assistive technology. And with that, um, I knew that I wanted the name of the hats that I wear. I have about 52 or 53 fedoras. And uh, I knew that we wanted to be something uh, phenomenal. And uh, outlier was the word that came to mind, especially after reading Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers. And I asked the people on the Miranda around me, I said, what sounds best, outlier fedora or fedora outlier? Um, and everyone... Uh, as a consensus said, Fedora Outlier sounds beautiful. What is it? And I was like, it's <laughs> going to be uh, my new company, and we're going to teach uh, blind and deafblind individuals how to use assistive technology, how to use it effectively, um, and that the outcome was that they'll be able to actively seek employment to uh, find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. And uh, that was four years ago, and uh, we've accomplished a lot in those four years, and we got a lot more to do and and um that's pretty much the gist of of how the company got started and, and the why behind it awesome and, and and i really like the fact that you say either find employment or create employment especially since i i i've always wanted to be an entrepreneur i kind of jumped two feet in uh after i was an <laughs> assist, assistive technology instructor back in 2012 and my mother passed away i'm like hey entrepreneurship's for me so i like that create employment was there mm -hmm. something behind that that caused you to include that? Because a lot of people, they just say, find employment for the blind. And, and you hear that quite a bit. What, did, were you inspired to create employment for a certain reason? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've in my life, I've started and sold uh, several businesses. And it's nothing like the freedom that you get to be able to work um, at this point. And what I've always wanted to create was to be able to work from anywhere in the world. And of course, with internet and, hmm. and cell phones, you know, you're able to do that. But creating work um, is something that gives the person the ability to express themselves through the ideas and creativity that they have. And I think that is very key, um, especially for our population where jobs are not that plentiful, but you do have um, just as great of opportunity to create a product or a service and to be able to 
express that through um, those creations and share it with the world. So that's the impetus behind um, the creating in addition to, you know, how to effectively uh, find employment traditionally as well. Excellent. Excellent. Well, and, and you know, the, the popular number that's thrown around is 70 to 75% unemployment right in the blind community. And I, I personally don't think that number takes into consideration those who have attempted entrepreneurship or those who are, who are their own employer. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it does come from a lot of motivation. You have to be motivated to make a difference to, to change lives, to be a successful entrepreneur, I feel. So that's, that's real important. Now, Vashon, as a, a business owner, can you give a, a blind business owner? Because for me, I don't know about you, but for me, I don't think secondly about being blind. I just think of myself as a business owner. And then I remember, oh yeah, I'm blind. <laughs> it's because blind, I grew yeah. up in a uh, family of sighted individuals. But as a blind business owner, for the viewers and listeners, can you give us a quick rundown of your day, like what you would do on a daily basis? Now, before you do that, I want to I first of all preface that with, I watched a calendar video that you recorded about four months ago and put on the YouTube, <laughs> uh, asking people to, hey, what's the next thing on your event? The next thing on my event is I have a webinar at 10 a.m., uh, just wow. so you know. I have a webinar at 10 a.m. telling people how to create your own audio CD programs, which is going to be exciting. Um, but, okay. But can you give us a quick rundown of what your day looks like as a blind business owner? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so before I do that, I want to go back to the 70 to 75 percent unemployment rate because I think it's it's cardinal that we talk about out of that 70 to 75 percent. You know, that's great for hype and for um, the show, the, the world that there is a need for employment in our in our culture and in our community. But the other statistic is out of that 70 percent, we got about 13 to 15 percent that is actively seeking employment. And I think that's the number that we should focus on because everybody who's blind, they don't want to necessarily work. Mm -hmm. They are, you know, good with what I call social insecurity um, <laughs> because it doesn't allow for you to, to grow in life. We're waiting on cost of living increases from our government, which is great um, for some, but you know, the bigger piece is if you really want financial freedom, you have to go out there and you have to get it. And there's a smaller uh, percentage that is truly actively seeking uh, work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. And those are the people that we, 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 our avatar, our company avatars, those that are actively seeking, you know, employment and, and you'll find those people because they'll ask questions and they'll um, take the mentorship and apprenticeship. And um, with that in mind, my day pretty much starts uh, anywhere from 2 a.m. to about 5 a.m. in the morning. And what I focus on initially outside of exercising and praying and, and all of that great stuff is the one big thing that day on my calendar that I need to knock out. And that's so important because that sets the tone for the remainder of the day. I get that out the way very, very early. Um, I send out all my emails very, very early. And by the time people are waking up and getting into their offices, my day is about 60% done. It's filled up with um, appointments and things like this throughout the remainder of the day and the remainder of the week. And I wanted to create a lifestyle business, both for myself as well as uh, the team members. We don't have employees. We have team members. We have partners. Um, we have a very noble 
double bottom line, which is people first and profits uh, second. So our bottom line is is to help people. And the way I spend my day is just making sure that communication is clear, um, effective, so that we can create that impact that we absolutely want to have. So that's that's kind of how the, the, the calendar works for me. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, you know, just to jump all the way back to, to before that question, uh, that 75% employment rate, I just want to throw one quick comment out on that. That is, you know, I, I like how you look at it that, that other way out of that 75% unemployment, how many people are actually seeking employment? And, and that's really the number we should be looking at, not only with the blindness community, but uh, you know, I've recently read a stat, it was like five or six or seven, somewhere around that percentage of mm-hmm. the, the general US population is unemployed now. Uh, but, but you don't read the number of how many of those unemployed individuals are actually on Indeed or actually you know, filling out applications, actually trying to find employment. You just read the number of what our employment, unemployment rate is. So I, I like that you brought that up. Absolutely. So um, I've, I've just got a few more questions for you today. I want to thank you uh, again uh, for joining us. Number one, before we get into these last questions, can you take a few moments and let people know how they can connect with you and Fedora? Absolutely. Uh, everything is for me is is through Fedora. We're actually going to release next year a very premium product at DeshaunJones.com, which is is not up. That's my uh, personal website, but it's going to be the uh, platform launch blueprint. Mm-hmm. And so we're working on that. But as far as the current connections to what we're doing and in our life's uh, work, you can reach us on our website at Fedora outlier.com facebook is um fedora outlier llc on facebook uh twitter is fedora underscore outlier uh instagram fedora outlier llc and um just going to the main page of the website you can connect with us on the blog and our newsletters and find out about our services and how um, we truly empower and impact the blindness culture um, I like to say that instead of pushing the water through the stream as normal, we like to change the direction in which the stream is going in. And you'll find that our products are designed specifically um, to help individuals that are actively seeking employment to find it, create it, um, and make it meaningful, purposeful, and profitable for them. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for those connection informations. Now, Vashon, real quick, uh, what would you say as a blind business owner would be your biggest challenge or struggle? (laughs) Accessibility of third party software that we would want to be able to use uh, to to grow our business and make it, you know, as, as, as great as we envision it. Um, that's the biggest hurdle. You want to try Twitter. out Mentioned different things. That was me tweeting out that we're we're live. So there you go. So I'm gonna actually turn down the the mixer, but that way we don't get that. But yeah, that's the biggest thing. And you know, thank Blab, and let's definitely tweet at them and let them know that that we're on and we're talking about them. But you know, when stuff is not accessible and you want to use it and you can definitely see a great need in your business, but it's not accessible, then we have to take a different route. And the route that I've taken is if the external links that we share and the ability to view or listen or um, see the, the writings that we do, 
uh, through a platform that isn't accessible. We just bring a person on that's cited, that's a professional um, in that area that has the expertise. And we still use those platforms and dialogue with the different developers to make sure that, you know, they will be accessible for people coming behind us. Our thought process is the same as uh, what Apple was uh, when they created voiceover in that if we make it accessible, then we reach out and we're able to grab uh, customers that we normally wouldn't have had, which is the blindness community. It's an untapped wealth of um, people that, you know, normally would not be able to purchase or use our products had it not been, um, or if it's not accessible. So, you know, we love dialoguing with, with developers and um, companies to make sure that, you know, they are able to reach out to our market as well. Well, that was going to be my next question is how do you overcome those challenges? But but you you went ahead and uh, thought ahead because I, I know you've been <laughs> asked that question before. Uh, Absolutely. So you, you mentioned something the other day uh, that, that kind of stuck with me and it kind of struck a, a chord with me. And it was that we, we're complaint that, okay, I got I to gotta word this properly. Often it's complained about that, oh, this iOS update broke something or this OSX update broke something. But people don't give credit to the updates for applications that, that fix things. Do you, do you have anything to comment on that? I, I know I kind of roundabout said that, but do you remember that conversation? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I have 450 applications that does uh, 450 different things and all of them are pretty much 100% accessible, definitely usable. And I think that, well, not I think, I feel that we get so caught up in what isn't that we forget about what is and what is possible is the ability to uh, do things like this via video, the ability to now edit on our iPhone as well as on our Macintosh computers, the ability to uh, blog in the same manner that any of the big blogging platforms um, have, the ability to use GPS just like the sighted person um, the ability to have an Apple Watch or an iPhone or an iPad and now the iPad Pro and the Macintosh computer and all the routers and Apple TVs, you know, all of that is pretty much accessible to us. Um, and is, you know, are there some quirks? Absolutely. But that's just the nature of software. And I really thank Apple, um, as we have before, um, for making all of their platforms accessible to the blind. And, and, and not only that, for making it um, free to the point that I can walk into an Apple store, I can turn on my computer, I can turn on um, their iPad, their Apple Watch, and it's, it's accessible uh, to us. So I like to look at, um, instead of asking why, I'm asking more of why not, you know, why um, can't we do this because um, everything is is available to us to, to go where we want to go, do what we want to do and be who we want to be. So that's my thought process behind it. Exactly. I, I appreciate that. And, and one big one, I was, I was hoping you didn't say it because I wanted to mention it. I mean, seriously, we can read our mail with our phone now. Like it's, it's, it's a changing world. <laughs> Man, let me tell you, I was uh, one of the regional salespeople for the original Canopy uh, Reader and um, at that point, it was $1,700 for the Nokia uh, phone. Um, and now it's $99. And it yep. works great. So for $99, sometimes you catch it on sale for 25% off. So it's $75. 
um, you're able to read printed text uh, just like the sighted person and even more so because you can um, import it and um, be able to edit it and, and share it. And it's, it's just amazing times to be, to be blind if you have to be in this, in this day and time. Well, and, and, and it makes me want to think about the future because I'm, I'm all about the future. What, if we have this now, what is it going to be like 10 years from now? I mean, it's, it's, it's a interesting feeling and, and thought. I mean, yeah, I, I picked – actually, I'll, I'll be honest. I picked a KNFB, up, KNFB reader up on one of the times when it was 50% off. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you yeah, definitely got like a, uh, a, a gem of an application. But 10 years from now, I look forward to um, being able to have a car and – you pick my uh, wife up and, and go on a date and not have to worry about a driver and, and, and just do normal stuff because, you know, it's, it's available to us. So that's what I look forward to. Yep. Yep. Sighted people have jetpacks. They'll be able to, to, you know, move, move around with those and we'll have cars. We'll be catching up. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. So, so my last question for you today, Vashon, once again, I want to thank you for uh, spending the time out of your morning with us. I guess it's almost after, well, it's still morning there. So, um, yep. Was, yep. you know, what would you tell a blind person if they've ever decided or, or thought about becoming an entrepreneur? What would be your advice to them? Uh, mentorship and apprenticeship is the biggest things that you can have and uh, be a part of for anything that you want to do. And it's almost like, uh, if you are not uh, familiar with filing taxes or managing people or negotiating deals or creating products or whatever it is uh, outside of your passion, the core application that you're wanting to uh, create and bring to the world, um, surround yourself with people that are experts in those fields. And sometimes you will have to um, file your own taxes and you will have to um, start with your own product and create it and do it just based on the cash restraints and the time restraints and, and all the other intricacies that come with it. But I would definitely say surround yourself with other entrepreneurs, not just blind, but definitely some, some blind in the mix, um, as well as uh, other people that are professionals um, that live, breathe and sleep you know, the things that you are not good at. And before long, you will have a thriving business with uh, experts around you that, you know, will be able to help you grow and go um, in the business world, the places that you want to grow to and, and, and be able to go to. So that would be my, my advice. Awesome. Well, I, I do appreciate that advice. And, and I agree with it because, you know, work or surrounding yourself with people who are going to support your goals and, and help you reach those goals is substantially better than surrounding mm -hmm. yourself with people who are going to shoot your goals down. That's for sure. So um, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, awesome. Vashon. Well, uh, once again, I do want to thank you. If you guys want to check out more about what Fedora Outlier is doing, head on over to fedoraoutlier.com and uh, follow on Twitter. Twitter might be changing in the near future. Definitely connect on Facebook and YouTube. That's one channel Vashon forgot, uh, but it is available too. So definitely connect with them there. And, Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you for taking your time out of your day, Vashon, and listeners of the podcast and viewers on YouTube. Remember, you can connect with me over at youronpay.com and never stop being amazing. As I like to tell people, make today the best day of your life. Then why not do it again tomorrow? You've been listening to the Your Own Pay podcast with Michael Babcock. Follow on Periscope and Twitter at PayOwn. 
Remember to visit our website for show notes and to leave feedback at yourownpay.com. Make today the best day of your life and then do it again tomorrow. Tomorrow.